have yourself a paranormal Christmas. <laughs> May your books have smut. That's that's all I've got. Welcome born, to our Christmas episode. <laughs> for now, all your troubles will be in your butt. <laughs> wow, we wow. should we should write songs for mm-hmm. a living. Quit your day job. Welcome to our Christmas episode. Merry Christmas. How is everyone doing? Good, I hope. Yeah, you uh, you can't respond. I mean, you can, but we won't know because right. you're listening. Yeah. How are you today, my love? I'm good. I'm sleepy. Yeah. I'm I'm Christmas elved out. Oh my God, those fucking elves. Ugh. How many nights? Two. Tonight's the last night, and then tomorrow night they go back in the closet where they belong. They're going in the fucking garbage because I'm <laughs> done with this. Well, you know. Well, we have a very special announcement. We, we... have gotten our first email. <gasps> we have. Yes, we got a listener email. We did. We finally have validation. <laughs> <laughs> and we got permission to read it. Yep. And this is from Earth Mama, Florida. Not her real name. Of of course not. (laughs) She says, hey guys, just want to say that you guys are ridiculously hilarious. I work security and driving around at night gets a little boring. So I basically binged you guys in two days. You guys are too funny. Part of me just wants to go out drinking with you and see what happens. (laughs) News for you, we... Don't go out drinking. We just stay here drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait for more episodes. So that was cool. We got our our first listener email, and it was positive. Yeah, thank you so much for the email. Earth Um, Mama, Florida. Glad you like it. Yeah. Um, Hope you keep listening. Um, So if you would like to email us and have us read your email and whatnot... Uh, just email us at dirtybox at prbcpodcast.com. Yep. So thanks again. And even if you want to shit talk us, we'll read it. Probably so. Because <laughs> <laughs> we just don't care. <laughs> so uh, I've got some very festive books lined up. You got Christmas books for the I, Christmas episode? Yes. I found... Not one, not two, but seven books. <laughs> Hell yeah. All Let's... of them have a Christmas theme. My Yule Log is ready. Oh, God. So you want me to, to just jump in and get started spreading the holiday cheer? Let's do it. One book for each reindeer. Okay, wait. I thought he had eight. No. Uh, Rudolph killed two of them when he entered the pack. Cool. There but was I... eight, and then there was six, and then plus. I'm I'm terrible. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, our first book is called Santa Genie. Santa Genie. Santa Genie, by Jamie K. Schmidt. Okay. <laughs> Just I. I the name Schmidt always makes me laugh. Melody is a security guard 
What up? Look at that. And she listens to the podcast. Ah! Oh, shit. <laughs> We're so meta. <laughs> Melody is a security guard working in the working the night shift on Christmas Eve. Her husband left her for a blackjack dealer after embezzling a quarter of a million dollars. Not only is she getting visits from the mob, but also from a sexy gin who happened to be married to the blackjack dealer. In exchange for wishing to find the errant couple who fled the country, taking his little girl on the lam, Karam agrees to grant Melody two more wishes. This year, Melody's getting just what she wants for Christmas. You don't have to rub this genie for wishes, but it's a lot more fun. (laughs) (laughs) We've never had genies. And it's a Santa genie. What do you think about that? What do you think about Um, this storyline? Weird. (laughs) She's just like two things you wouldn't think to be, to go together. You know, like Santa, like... He doesn't grant wishes. He gives you presents, right? Well, I guess, I guess, I don't know. I guess it kind of makes sense. Maybe him granting her wishes is him giving her gifts like Santa. Mm Mm-hmm. That's one way to look at it. Yeah. Okay, it can work. You want book number two? Next. Christmas with the Soldier Dragon. (laughs) Okay. Shifter Nation Special Ops Shifters. Special Ops. By by Meg Ripley. Being the only shifter of his kind, Special Forces Engineer Sergeant Garrison Stokes has never. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's Stokes. He Stokes the fires. (laughs) He's never known the sense of family that comes with being part of a clan. With the holidays fast approaching, the dragon sees the rest of his special ops shifter force comrades getting ready to celebrate Christmas with their mates, and that only magnifies the issue. It's a, it's a dragon with the, with the Christmas blues. <laughs> so when he's presented with a mission to investigate a mysterious case of shifter disappearances around Lake Tahoe, he jumps at a chance to get away from it all. But when he arrives... His inner dragon can't pull himself away from what's drawing him to the depths of the chilly lake. Skiing? <laughs> the last of Marin Stone's clan died off ages ago, and with no other dragon shifters left in the world, she's lived in relative solitude. Protecting her territory on Lake Tahoe has been getting more difficult over the years, thanks to the sprawl of tourism. Now... Rumors of the lake monster the humans believe her to be are growing, and she's in more danger than ever before. But one night, when she comes face to face with another dragon in the lake, everything she's known to be true is turned on its head, and awakens the fire that's long been dormant in her heart. Finding each other proves to be the greatest Christmas gift they could ever imagined, but with threats around every corner, Will their dreams of finally having a mate be torn apart? <gasps> Tune in to find out. What do you think about that one? I don't know. What do you think about dragon shifters in general? <sighs> okay, so I don't understand how 
dragons are huge, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're massive. So how can they go from being this big, huge, giant thing to just a normal-sized person? That's my problem with dragon shifters. Oh. Well, that's a thing with, you know, in, like, movies or, like, D&D where, like, dragons have, like, a human form. Uh-huh. It's just, like, a thing where they have... What else is like it? Like in Warcraft, they have it like that. Like dragons have, you know, human forms to where. But I always, when I th- <laughs> hear about the, like dragon shifter books, I always think of Dragonheart. Uh huh. Do you ever see that? Where Sean Connery is the fucking dragon. It's Mm-mm. just just terrible. <laughs> where it's like. It's like the most poorly animated thing, or, but it's like, like the mouth is barely fucking catching up with what fucking Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> the game is a foot, Trebek. Is <laughs> 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 no, I was thinking of that movie with um, Matthew McConaughey. That was Rain of Fire. That was Rain of Fire. No, I never saw Dragon. One of Heart. the best dragon movies ever. It's Rain of Fire. That's a good movie. I'm kind of partial to the Harry Potter movies with dragons in them myself. Mm, I mean, like, you know, soul, like, straight up dragon movies. Yeah. Dragons are cool, man. On to book number three. Let's do it. Christmas with her unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay. I hope this is literal. (laughs) A paranormal holiday romance, book one. This is a series (laughs) by Josie Walker. She is a 40-year-old virgin who doesn't have time for love. What? (laughs) Rochelle is a workaholic on the fast track to making partner in her prestigious, prestigious law firm. She's made countless sacrifices to get where she is, namely her personal life. When her boss forces her on a last-minute plane trip to Scotland, she will need to hurry up and get her job done. She's already missed Thanksgiving with her family, and she'll never live it down if she doesn't fly home in time for Christmas with her folks. Will she be spending the holidays in a strange place with even stranger people? I don't think that the Scottish are strange. If they turn into unicorns, they are. (laughs) The old woman she's been sent to spy on is as cantankerous as they come and refuses to play nice and give Rochelle what she needs to go home. And then there's Fareed, who is obviously not what he appears, except for the part about being deliciously attractive. Fareed sets her temper and her blood on fire. Is it too late to add love to her holiday shopping list? Get ready for all your holiday favorites from mistletoe to snow angels. Set in the luscious landscape of Scotland's Edinburgh and complete with Christmas fairs and more, this book is sure to help you have a holly jolly Christmas. Okay. Uh, why wait for Santa? Buy your copy today. Whatever you do, don't confuse this for a children's book. It's way too naughty for that. Oh, thanks for fucking clarifying there. Smiley face emoji. Really? <laughs> really, it has a smiley face emoji oh. on it. <laughs> it should have a little fucking horn at the top of it. Oh, I bet if they could figure out how to do that. <laughs> it should just made a unicorn emoji. Yeah. They exist. So what do you think about this one? 
Oh, uh, sounds lame. It's unicorns. Yeah, but Scottish unicorns. Do you yeah, think? Like... Question. Okay. Okay. Look, I know not everyone in Scotland wears a kilt, right? I don't fall with into that whole stereotype. But do you think when if they do wear kilts, the like these unicorn shifters, mm-hmm. do you think if they do wear kilts, do they wear them while they're shifted? Into unicorns? Like a unicorn with a kilt on? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think that looks like? It sounds like a... Like I want one in my stocking. It sounds like a Christmas... (laughs) Christmas gift. I want that under my Christmas tree. Next. Well, number four. Mm Mm-hmm. Is just simply titled Christmas Magic. Okay. And it's by Alexandra Moody. And it goes like. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes like this. <laughs> a hip hop. Cleo's mission in life is simple keep her unique powers hidden and avoid the magical beings at all costs. Sounds simple enough, but there's just one problem. There's just one problem. <laughs> When a group of murderous dark elves attack her, keeping a low profile becomes a little more complicated. What kind of elves are we talking here? Uh, dark elves. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, obviously, like, obviously, this is a Christmas book, so maybe like, they're like Santa's elves. Yeah, are these are they like fucking murderous Keebler elves? I don't know. Because that'd be dope. <laughs> To make matters worse, she's now adopted an unwanted defender. His name is Dash. Dash Rindar. <laughs> a reindeer shifter. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> a re- I can't even say it. A reindeer shifter who's as irritating as he is handsome. He wants to protect her. She wants him to take his re- <laughs> his rather large antlers and fly <laughs> get out of here no. with your antlers <laughs> and fly on back to the North Pole. <laughs> but when magical creatures are being killed and no one knows why, she has no choice but to trust him. They'll need to work together if they want to find this group of killer elves. But can Cleo keep the nature of her powers hidden when Dash is watching her so closely? Or will her secrets unravel as the danger escalates and her magic becomes the one thing between them and disaster? All right, this is it. This is the the one I want to read. This is the pinnacle of Christmas mutt. Hey, babe. I got a secret for you. I can turn into a fucking reindeer. I can't. I can't. I know you got some some fucking workshop elves trying to kill you. I just wanna, I just wanna protect you. Come here with a fucking nose so bright. <laughs> Fuck it. That's not right. <laughs> I'm crying. I can't breathe. 
I'll show you how it <laughs> shines tonight. <laughs> Shout out with Glee. <clears throat> do, you, do you want to move on to book, next, book next, five? We found our winner, but go ahead. Book five is called Tinsel in a Tangle by Laurie Germain. In the Arctic town... In the Arctic town of Flitterndorf, (laughs) generations of elves have worked alongside generations of Kringles to make gifts for believing children worldwide. Never have they endured a tall, blundering elf like Tinsel, though. Despite her setbacks, Tinsel's determined to prove her worth by nabbing an internship at the workshop. But when her latest mishap destroys gift reserves and puts Christmas in jeopardy, she lands a punishment mucking reindeer stalls for Santa's hotshot grandson, Nicholas. Now, if she wants a second chance at that position, she must collaborate with a twinkle-eyed flirt to redeem herself in everyone's eyes without messing up. For one more calamity will not only bring about the holiday's demise, she'll be immortalized as the elf who shattered children's faith in Santa Claus. So not the way she wants to go down in history. You're right. I feel like nothing is going to top Christmas magic. I'm still thinking about it. I'm still thinking about fucking turning into a reindeer. Yeah. And just boning down. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, you like this genre. Okay. Number six, The Alien Before Christmas. A Sci-Fi Alien Romance by Luna Hunter. Thank you, Luna. Thank (laughs) you for your contribution to society. Merry Christmas, Taylor. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I have come to observe the festivities. (laughs) Snowden. Not gonna lie, it doesn't look great. Rescued by an alien. (laughs) Not sure how to feel about this. He's kind of hot with his massive blue body, his feline eyes, and towering horns. Okay, scratch that. He's super hot. But he's also an alien, so there's that. Of course. And he's Santa. (laughs) Wait, what? what? (laughs) Santa's an alien? According to this book. I like it. I'm, I'm down with the lore. He could be an alien. He could be. I feel like that's already been an episode of Ancient Aliens, where the guy with the hair is like, Aliens. Santa brought gifts from (laughs) outer space, man. (laughs) Emma, chasing a lead got me snowed in, hundreds of miles away from home in my beat up old car. I closed my eyes for a brief second to ward off the cold, and I awake to find myself in a luxurious cabin cared for by a gorgeous alien male. He sternly forbids me from leaving my room. What else can I do but disobey? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, of course. What I discover shocks me to my very core. A workshop, reindeer, flipping elves. The broad-chested alien hunk is no... (laughs) is no one other than Santa himself. And now that I know his secret, he's never letting me go. Nicolax is his name. 
Nicolax. N-I-K-O-L-A-X. From the Northern Pale. System. Interfering with humanity is strictly forbidden by the council. I break that rule once a year on the 25th of December. I try to spread a little joy and bring a smile to the faces of those who need it the most. And then I find Emma, cold and alone, and I break every rule there is. For she is the one, my mate, my everything. I can feel it in my horns. <laughs> there is there is only one problem. If the, if, if the council knows she's at my workshop, they will hunt us down to the edge of the galaxy. Can I keep her my secret? And is true love worth risking the wrath of the galaxy's most dangerous entity? 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 Entity. I should have been reading it like this. Nicolax. Oh, St. Nicolax. I'm so glad this exists. <laughs> I'm really glad that I found all these books. Like, do you ever, like, who, who, who would have fucking thought there was, like, a book out there that exists about fucking Santa Claus being an alien? <laughs> <laughs> He should hang out with Dash, the reindeer shifter. <laughs> I shall bring joy. <laughs> oh man, great is this? Well, we've we've reached we've reached the final book in our Christmas okay. smut series. I'm ready. <laughs> An alpha in a pear tree. By Casey Morgan. Okay, what you got, Casey? <laughs> he needs my help. And we both want each other. But we're from two completely different worlds. I'm about to lose my virginity to a complete jerk. But right then, I get a letter in the campus mail. How? Like, uh... Hmm? Is she like... I get it, I get it, I get it. I'm like I was thinking like she's like in the process of losing her virginity and boom she gets a letter in the mail but oh. no mm. you know sometimes my brain's like duh it's not like the ones my aunt has been sending me all this time she lives in the forest my mom and I left when I was a baby I don't remember her but I know she has perfect handwriting and this <laughs> what okay <laughs> and this envelope looks like someone clawed the address on it once I open it, I find out it's from a guy who lives in the forest. I've never met him, but he needs my help. He says the whole freaking forest needs my help. But my strict dad has always forbidden me from going there, along with a lot of other things. It's why my aunt and I always wrote instead of meeting up. And it's why it's been hard... It's <laughs> What the fuck am I reading? And why it's been hard to find someone to give my virginity to. What... I, I, I'm so confused. I, I, I'm i having a hard time reading it, so me too. Okay. She... Okay. Go, go on. Everyone has always been so afraid of my dad, including me. But not anymore. Now it's time to live my own life. Suddenly I feel compelled to go save my baby cousin. I just hope this stranger can be my guide like he says. Soon he wants to guide me in a lot more than forest ways. 
I'm glad I didn't give up my first time to that asshole from school. Asshole here has um, the at sign mm-hmm. for the A in asshole. Oh, good. Is this written by a child? I'm already angry at this book, <laughs> so there's no way we're, we're going to cover this one. Well, there's still more for me to read. Okay. But I feel like this was written by like a 16 or 17 year old. Okay. But I start to, oh my God. I'm so sorry. I'm really trying very hard to read this, but there's so many grammatical errors. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm just going to read it. I'm just going to read it as it's typed. But I start to weather wonder this hot man is even human. I think it's supposed to be, but I start to wonder whether. But Okay. And not just because what he does to my body is out of this world. I think he has answers about my past and the key to my future. But he has to help me rescue the baby for any of us to survive. What? Apparently there's a baby at risk. Okay. Can he help me find out who I am, unlocking the needed spells? Or does his magic only work on my body and not my mind? An Alpha in a Pear Tree is the first book in the Shifters for Christmas Reverse Harem Paranormal Fantasy Romance series, which will be released from now until Christmas. It features a handsome alpha wolf shifter and a curvy, sassy virgin. It has a high heat level of steam mixed with a paranormal fantasy suspense plotline and a happily for now ending. The entire series will have a happily ever after for Marilyn and everyone involved in her reverse harem. Oh, good. We know the ending. Cool. We don't. We're, we're good then. Question. Question. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Never mind. I, I, I don't get it. I can't ask my question because i just know i'm not reading that pile of shit (laughs) merry christmas here's a fucking garbage book you know that now that i'm thinking of it i have read a christmas book the stupidest angel yeah we've talked about um christopher moore we have before and one of his books is a christmas book and it's called the stupidest angel and i highly recommend it biff right no the stupidest angel. But the angel's name is Biff, right? Is it Biff? Someone's, no, it's... There's someone in his series is named Biff. Okay, the angel from The Stupidest Angel is the one that's narrating the book of uh, Lamb, which is a book about Jesus' childhood friend, Biff. Okay, I what's, knew What's was... Lamb called? Lamb. Lamb. But there's like a tagline or something. Lamb. Anyway, the angel in, in the Subitus Angel is also in the, the Jesus. Yeah. Book. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, just yeah. thought that the I, I just thought the angel's name was Biff. I knew there was a Biff, but I thought it was the angel. No, I think it's Michael. I think his name's Michael or something. Oh, how biblical. But yeah, what it's been like over 10 years since I've read that book. What was it about? Something about a a kid Something about a, a, a guy is dressed up as Santa and he gets murdered and a kid sees it. So the kid wishes for Santa to be alive again. So the angel comes back and like resurrects Santa. So he's like a zombie Santa or something like that. I'm looking. It's, it's great. I'm looking up the the uh, book description now because it, it's been... It's been a long well time. over ten years since yeah. we've read it, um, but if you, anyone does want it, it's temporarily out of stock on Amazon. Let me see. Let me. That's a see. damn shame. That is. 
fucking Christmas tragedy. Um, yeah, a little boy named Joshua Barker is pretty sure he saw Santa get killed. Yeah. That's basically. Yeah. Raziel. Raziel? Is that mm-hmm. how you say it? Yep. That's the angel's name. It's not Michael. I was so, close. You were really close. <laughs> There's an A and an E and an L in both names. Good job. Yep. <laughs> oh, and an I. <laughs> Good job. High five. Well, friends, we have had a lovely evening. Yeah. Oh, we have a review, though. We have a review? Yeah. We got. We listened <gasps> oh, to an audio book. Jesus. That garbage book. Yeah, dude. Tell me your opinion, sir. Well, we have. To, what's the name of it again? Sin and Chocolate. Sin and Chocolate. So, first of all, I loathed Daisy, one mm-hmm. of the characters in this book. And it was just, I, th- I think, the reason why I hated her so much. Um, well, not only was she just, the way she was portrayed, I've never met a 14-year-old like her. But it was the, the the way the narrator did her voice. It was just grating. It was it was fifty fifty. It was like what she was saying. Yeah, I hated just as much as how she was saying it. Yes, yes. Yep. She was like, "I'm fourteen, and I think that I should fucking make the decision for a grown adult." Like, mm-hmm. no, shut up. Right. You know, um, the phenomenon uh, of um, if you have a a tub of sour cream in your fridge and it's in your your fridge for a little while and you open it up and it separates and there's like a little bit of water Mm -hmm. on the top. Mm -hmm. I like that more than I like (laughs) this book. I fucking hated it so much. There was no... There was no payoff at all. There There was no characters in this book that I liked at all. There was no development. I hate it. Okay. Some of the the parts where she was like, um, because the main character, she, she's like a, she's like a, um, a ghost whisperer. She can see ghosts and talk to ghosts, right? (laughs) She's Jennifer Love Hewitt. (laughs) Some of, some of those scenes were kind of cool. Yeah. But everything else in this book was garbage. And you could tell halfway through that of where this was going, that this is part of a fucking eight, 12 book series that you're supposed to fucking buy all these books and eventually get this payoff. It was terrible. All right, look. It it felt like, but okay, so it started and it just felt like we weren't reading the first book in a series. It felt like we were on a book, maybe book two, I don't know, in a series that had been well-established and and explained in a previous book. We didn't really find out anything about this whole world she lives in. You know, we were just thrown into it. Yeah, it was just so generic. Like, oh, it's like the magical realm and the human realm and the, like... Yeah. You you got... There was no story development. It's just like, boom, here it is. But we're not going to tell you anything. You're just going to be confused as fuck for this whole book. Yeah. I don't recommend it. I really don't care what happens with this whole storyline. Like, I'm totally fine with not finishing this series. And it's really hard for me to just read one book of a series. 
I have to finish the entire thing. And I'm cool with just being a one and done kind of thing with this. It was, and we, how long was it? It was like fucking 12 hours that we listened to this book. I think it was nine hours. Still, it's a long fucking time. Well, there wasn't even like, the point of this is like romance novels, right? There was no sex in this There was nothing. All right. It was like, you know, when you're like, you know, before the internet, when there was like showtime or something. Yeah. And you're like, it's fucking 2 a.m. And you're, you're, you're waiting to see a tit to, to crank one out. I mean. And you never see one. I don't have personal experience with that. one of those dead nights. (laughs) But you don't see it. And you just fucking fall asleep. That's what this was. There was no tit. There was, there was, I'm just saying like, that's, that's the draw of a lot of these, like, yeah, you know, that's one of the reasons I love them so much is the hot, steamy sex. People like to, to know the story, right? Mm -hmm. People want to know the reason why people are falling in love and have the romance. And that's the point of the whole story, right? Right. Well, if you don't fucking have that, what's the fucking point of us spending nine hours listening to this fucking garbage? Especially when you got fuck. I'm Daisy. No. It was pretty anticlimactic. It was terrible. Fucking hated it. Well. Don't read this book. You should fucking feel terrible for writing it. I don't even remember who wrote it. I usually feel feel bad really being mean about these. Uh But this one fucking deserved it. Yeah. We wasted an audible credit on it. We did. At least we didn't waste money. I could have thought of, of better ways to to spend my time in Carline. And this was... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where I do, you know, a lot of my listening is in Carline. Because I have to be there for like an hour. So... I get an hour of me time before the insanity, mm-hmm. and this was a disappointment. Yeah. Well, that's our review of what's it called again? Sin, Sin and, and chocolate, chocolate by can... some terrible author. And okay, seriously, do you know why it's called Sin and Chocolate? I have no fucking clue because there was no chocolate in the book. She said it twice. Oh, did she? Towards the end. I must have been thinking about something else because I fucking <laughs> hated this book so much. Well. Don't read this. Don't listen to it. Stay away. Unless you like garbage, then yeah, have at it. What's something we have liked recently? I don't know. The Witcher? Oh my God. The Witcher was good. I need more yeah. of The Witcher. Like right now. We might get those audiobooks. Yeah. That's kind of paranormal, really. I mean, uh, fucking Geralt like bones down everyone. Yeah. But that's kind of like. I would put that more in like a sexy fantasy kind of, not really paranormal romance. Because the monsters that he hunts are just monsters. They're not like kind of people. I'm just thinking anybody that reads these type of books would probably enjoy The Witcher because it's the same type of vibe. It's, It's paranormal. It's sexy. It's got a lot of fucking, you know. Mm hmm. A lot of all of those elements in it. So. I mean, yeah. The show's... And everybody's got Netflix, so. Yeah. It was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm sad that they only had eight episodes. Yeah. That was my biggest complaint. And usually, m- m- my attention span is 
is pretty short. I'm very stupid. You're not stupid. So, <laughs> so I don't like shows to be more than like eight or ten episodes. Like if it is more than that, I'm like, nah. But it was only eight episodes and my biggest complaint of it was that there wasn't more. Like I, I could have done with mm-hmm. more filler episodes yeah. in this world because it, it was really good. I liked it. I'm almost, I'm not angry or annoyed, but for lack of a better word, I am kind of annoyed that it was released all at once. This is a show that I kind of would have liked to have week by week. That way I could kind of stretch it out a little bit and not watch it all on, on at once yeah, in one we, day sitting on the couch. Because <laughs> that's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> And I, you know, I, I really like shows that are long, you know, long running. What my favorite show is Supernatural. Supernatural. And it's 22 to 24, sometimes I think maybe 26 episodes per season. I love that. That gives me more to watch. So I would have been really happy if it, if it would have been 10, 12 mm-hmm. and up episodes and then one once a week that uh-huh. way you know because yeah. that's how the mandalorian is right now mm-hmm. and everyone loves the mandalorian and mm-hmm. i saw people online complaining that were like oh there's just release it all like no you dumb zoomer how about you enjoy tv like it's supposed to be right we've become spoiled everything is right there instant yeah. we could binge watch everything all the time and the and the fact that they released the mandalorian like an actual TV show, I think is really cool. And I kind of wish Netflix had done that with The Witcher. But I'm I, also happy I could watch all of it at once. I bet you they start doing series like that soon. I bet you. I would like that. I will put... Sort of. I will put 12 reindeer shifters <laughs> down. <laughs> Netflix starts doing that. I mean, they've got to compete with Disney Plus now. Mm-hmm. What else we got to talk about? I don't think there's anything. Yeah, that's all the things we love. We hate everything else. There's not. Dear listeners. Oh, gosh. We hope that you all have a very blessed Christmas. Or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa. Or Whatever it is that you celebrate or don't celebrate. Have Festivus. a good day. Festivus. Today. Tomorrow. Every day can be Festivus if you're me. Mm-hmm. I'm all about airing my grievances <laughs> whenever I want. <laughs> Make sure to send us an email. Yeah. Dirtybox at prbcpodcast.com. Suggestions would be cool. Mm-hmm. If you have something that you want us to read about, if you want us to actually read or listen to, whatever. If we can get it on audio, that's really cool. You use my Kindle account, and you're taking way too long to read. I promise. I promise all of you I'm going to finish Hagen by the end of... (laughs) You've been reading it for almost a year. By the end of 2020. (laughs) I'm a very busy man. You are. You are a very busy man. I will finish it by our one-year anniversary episode, which is coming up, you guys. We made it. We almost made it to a year. Yeah. Mark your calendars for the party. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you do or don't celebrate, I hope it's a good one.